Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. Oh my gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Getty. Live from an historic Studio C. Oh, C, senor. Dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, on the day after, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Vote counters and attorneys. Oh, boy. And I was just looking over the numbers, uh, the latest numbers, which I have a feeling every segment we do today, people will be tuning in wanting to know who won or what's happening. So sure. We'll hit you with that throughout. But the podcasters will uh, consider it a quaint look at yesteryear or yester two hours or whatever. I, um, well, we can't worry about you, you slackers. Listen live, you, you lazy bums. I was looking over the states that aren't in yet. I'd still rather be Joe Biden than Donald Trump if I was wanting to become president of the United States, but you'd have one foot in the grave if you were Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously there's no chance for any blowout win at this point. Oh, no. Uh, No. 
You know, if every one of the squeaker states, and there are several squeaker states, if you're just waking up, that could go either way, we'll have some expert analysis on what's most likely. Uh, If all of them broke a single way, it'd be a pretty solid victory, but not a blowout, not even close. No, as I heard somebody say on NPR, um, if people were looking for a repudiation of the Republican Party, that has not happened. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, that's a topic I'd like to address at greater length. Uh, but as of the states that are still hanging out there, in a lot of cases, they're counting uh, mail-in ballots. And uh, so, if you know, if Biden's got a slight lead or Trump's got a slight lead and all they're counting is mail-in ballots at this point, that's a huge advantage for Biden, according to all polling, although citing polling might be pointless. Uh, I have no idea. I'd say it's uh, some plucky optimism at this point <laughs> <laughs> to be relying on polls. Although something as simple as you're going to mail in or show up, what party are you with? Uh, that's that's you know, and it makes perfect, fairly reliable. and it makes perfect sense. It wouldn't surprise me at all if the vast majority of Biden people were vote early people and the vast majority of Trump people were vote day of people because it's part of the liberal tribe to be terrified of the COVID and all kinds of different things. But um. Uh, one thing I heard, I, uh, my mind job is to steal other people's punditry yes. and bring it to you. The thing I heard when somebody was talking or about... without credit? Without credit. Without. <laughs> Correct. You may proceed. As I heard somebody say, what happened to the blue wave? The blue wave happened. There was just also a red wave. You had Trump 2016 with Obama 2008 happening at the same time. There was a blue wave and a red wave happened on the same night. Yeah. That's never happened before. And they, uh, How about that? they met together. Purple now, wave. Now we're waiting to see uh, which wave went the highest by a tiny amount. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, there is much reason for optimism, though, in the country. And I just don't mean about the uh, the result of the election, which we might not know till Friday or Saturday because of Pennsylvania and their insane laws. Yeah. Um, they shut it down early last night. But a I, mean, lot. I was watching, I mean, this is on the West Coast, not even that late, and they were making announcements. They've decided to stop the accounting the ballot, and they'll open back up at 9 in the morning. What? We're very tired. What? We're tired. <laughs> right. So, uh, but uh, the, the short version is that a lot of the most obnoxious forces on the far left that we all loathe, America is waking up to them, and the pushback has begun in earnest which gives me a sliver of hope for the future. But so, back to the immediate concern, the election. The latest in Pennsylvania is Trump's up uh, quite a bit, but there's only 75% counted in, so, you know, whatevs. Um, well, and Philadelphia is notorious for voting hijinks, and so um, the attorneys, the lawyers, will absolutely be all over those results even after they appear. What I can't figure out, and it seems to vary from pundit to pundit or, or organization to organization, is when they're when they're looking at you know how many votes are left. Like if you live in a county like I grew up in, the whole county had four thousand people, and then you have a county that L.A. is in or whatever, mm-hmm. and you got like eight million people in that conveniently county. L.A. County. Those are counted as two counties remaining. Right. Which is ridiculous. Sure. One county is 3,000 people. One county is 8 million or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to say there are two counties left to go just seems odd. And so sometimes yes. people are doing that. Yeah. Well, and it, it's a convenience. The whole county thing is a convenience for people like Carl Rove, political uh, functionaries, uh, 
you know, the the hacks, the guys who get it done. Um, but we don't elect presidents county by county anyway. So it's just a convenience for organizing right, it, your thinking. Right, but in terms of figuring out how much vote is left to come in or what it might look like, if you're right. saying there are two counties left, but there's really only one, I mean, and it all leans one direction, Right. you know, tell me that. Yeah. Um, so uh, most people have not called Arizona yet. Weirdly, Fox was the first to call Arizona for Biden. <laughs> and things got testy on the set, too. Yeah, it but was if, something to see. If, if, if. Arizona did go Biden's way. That is not a death blow, but that's a big blow for Trump. That really hurts. That really hurts. But so we'll wait and see what happens with that. So I don't know. Uh, it was hard. So to, Fox is still the only one to call that. I don't know if they're the only one. They're the first, oh, the first one. one. Okay, but okay. Uh, New York Times hasn't or any of the other outlets that I've looked at have not called it for Biden yet. Um, we got a uh, an email from a knowledgeable Arizonan who said it is absolutely not over. Here for reasons of who voted when and and the rest of it, um, because I think there's a well. The long story short is there are many, many, many votes to be counted, and uh, given the age of a lot of Arizona voters, it's you know one of the two most popular retirement states in the country, I believe. Um, the whole trend of liberals vote absentee and uh, conservatives show up. That might be completely on its head in Arizona. Oh yeah, so. my 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 parents are uh, red voters, and they have been voting early forever. They're right, also right. old. And in the age um, of the vid, I think that's that's a, yeah. an even bigger factor. Sure, Good I know point. my parents who live in Arizona are very very cautious about that at this point. Um, I couldn't understand the way they were calling states, and you know they've got methodology that I don't understand a lot more numbers than I have. But what took so long with Florida? I saw Marco Rubio's tweet out of Florida. Look, there's 3% to go. Trump's up by this much. Why haven't you called Florida yet? What is going on here? I know. It was hilarious, as I tweeted. It I didn't j- make any difference. I just wondered why. I just think miscalling Florida is ah, it's a thing, as gotcha. the kids say, in the news business. Gotcha. It's the one mistake you can't make. And so they waited, as I, you know, as I was joking last night, till 100% of the vote was in, and Trump was up by five and a half points. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, I think we can grudgingly... uh, Why don't we go to break? And maybe after the break, we'll find our balls and we'll call Florida. Meanwhile, they stuck their next way out on Arizona. Uh, And and listen, uh, Chris Starwalt, who's the political director at Fox, he's a steady rolling guy. He's a good guy. Um, And and so my tendency is to think he's probably right. But gosh, there's a lot of voting still to be counted. Well, uh, the New York Times, I don't know who they use. They've got Arizona uh, Biden up by, dang, five, with 82% of the vote counted. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. I have begun referring to Arizona as Southern Southern California. Huh. As an influx of uh, immigrants and Cal Unicornian refugees has turned that state uh, quite purple. As we were saying, and a lot of people were saying, if Trump wins Florida and North Carolina, it's a 50-50 race. Well, he won Florida. He's up in North Carolina by about a point and a half uh, with 5% out, but they haven't called that state yet. And again, is that 5% uh, Charlotte-Mecklenburg? <sighs> that makes all the difference. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Anyway, we'll be bringing you this stuff throughout the day, and I'd love to hear from you. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. I suppose we should introduce our main squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm feeling kind of in despair. I just keep thinking of all the worthless information I've taken in 
regarding polls and stuff over the past few months. I really got into, you know, the polls and everything uh-huh. like that. And now I just feel stupid because I realize now that these things are worthless. Yeah, well, I, uh, you know, that's a tough one because the pollsters would say this is not something you can do if you don't know what the turnout's going to be. And there's no way of knowing what the turnout is going to be. That's not something you can figure out. Right. Thank so, you for admitting you can't do your job. <laughs> Back but, to your uh, matching red and blue waves. Yeah, but maybe should they should emphasize that more. I don't know. But, 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 but usually they're pretty close with the turnout because turnout tends to be steady over throughout history. Sure. And, you know, tends to be roughly the same. Likely voters tend to vote and people that don't vote tend to not vote. That did not happen last night. Uh, Stop there's, calling them pollsters. Call them guessers. We have political guessers. Wow, there's a lot of hostility yeah, here, and don't I don't make appreciate excuses it. For them, Jack. Call them psychics or chiropractors or anybody else who just <laughs> oh, makes stuff up. Oh, wow. There more. is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing quite well, and uh, actually, you know, uh, my comments have nothing to do with the, the results pending or otherwise of any of the elections last night, but just shout out to everybody for what, uh, a, a real lack of what I will call uh, at-the-polls nonsense. Uh, they, they, I didn't hear any sort of, you know, voter rolls getting deleted by foreign cyber attacks. You know, I, I saw one guy, one armed guy in North Carolina got arrested, showed up to a poll with a, with a, with a gun of some sort. But, uh, you know, there weren't people punching each other that I saw a lot of, and it just, it seemed to go, uh, relatively smoothly. And I just want to take a moment and highlight that because that well was, done, America. that is good, but it might be because all the Biden voters voted through mail and all the Trump voters were at the polls together yesterday. So who are you going to fight with another Trump voter? But uh, my militia, we uh, we assembled, we got ready, we were armed up, man, armed up, ready to patrol our uh, local polling place. But we couldn't find it. We drove around for a couple hours. Uh, tried to call the Secretary of State office. It was closed. We all went home. So it was a little disappointing. Ian Bremmer has been very critical of all kinds of different things. Uh, Trump and America's response to COVID and everything like that. Thought our election yesterday was a good example for the world and the ability to pull off a nationwide election with a pandemic going on. Very kind of you, Ian. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, November 4th, the year 2020, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Here we go, then. Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, let's begin the show at Mark. You can feel um, the, the hopes and the uh, dreams of our viewers falling down, and you can hear <laughs> liquor cabinets opening all across this great land. But <laughs> Nicole Wallace, who's one of those Republicans who figured out she can get rich by bad-mouthing Republicans on MSNBC. She's yeah. been doing that for years These now. People are all phonies. Anyway, she and Donna Brazil and Rahm Emanuel, people that are tied in, they're getting uh, exit polling throughout the day. They're not allowed to say anything about it on the air, but they're getting info from people that they've known for years throughout the day. And so you can see on their face how things, is go- things are going. And Rahm Emanuel was not the cocky usual Rahm Emanuel on ABC last night. You could tell he realized, okay, this is going to... This is not the giant rollover wave domination I was hoping for. Right. Which it wasn't. No, indeed. It was uh, funny. I had a number of text strings going with various friends, and I was alerted that the mood had shifted like a change in the weather on CNN, and that they'd gone from jubilant to I flipped in, and they were saying, listen, it's too early to panic. (laughs) (laughs) And the only reason anybody ever says that is because people are panicking. Nine states yet to be called, and we'll bring you the latest throughout the day. How's mailbag look? It's outstanding, Jack. Okay. I'm ready to call mailbag. Oh. It's a win for America. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.
yet to be called nine states. There are paths. Call mul- them already. There are multiple paths for both Biden and Trump. And the U.S. Senate is still hanging out there, too. Um, don't know the answer to that. You got six to go, and it's currently 47-47 in the Senate. So that's where we are. Tell you what, though. The idea of the uh, Democrats sweeping to victory and grabbing the Senate, it's almost dead. Almost. Um, Super long shot that they take the Senate, from what I understand. But more on that to come. Mailbag. (laughs) And that just gladdens my heart. Old man Biden and, and and the useless woman from California get in. And I'll just have to live through it. But if we have the Senate, it's going to be okay. Lindsey Graham won by 12, 14. He, he whooped the hell out of that gentleman who ran against him, who seems like a good fella. But One thing we should all understand by now is state polls. Some state polls are worthless. Yes. Yeah, there's so much to be said. I'll d- dive in a mailbag and we'll go on. Uh, a Thomas Sowell quote. We'll take a break from our Aldous Huxley freedom-loving quotes of the day for this one, sent along by Jeff. The left takes its vision seriously, more seriously than it takes the rights of other people. They want to be our shepherds, but that requires us to be sheep. I agree I completely. No, no, no. You ain't kidding, writes uh, Carrie from Orange County. Guys, I could delve into pithy and depth political commentary, or I could wax philosophic about the state of our nation in these postmodern times. None of that matters, though, because all I can focus on while I sit here and watch cable news personalities flap their gums on television is how right you were about the distractingly high level of teeth whitening. It uh-huh. really is quite something. Oh, my gosh. The whiteness of newscasters' teeth does not exist on Earth, uh, any human being. They had a a, a a faraway shot on Fox of their whole panel at one point, and yeah. Juan Williams' teeth was like a like a lighthouse, like a beacon. Yeah, it's as if they have nine volt batteries chucked tucked between the cheek and gum, like a char tobacco, and their teeth are lit internally, Weird. lit from within. Yeah, so strange. It's like big old fake breasts. It doesn't exist on humans. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Ben wrote us two notes overnight. I don't know if Ben was uh, at least two, uh, enjoying a cocktail or two, and who am I to judge or or what, but first note is polls, LOL. Why does it take so long to count the votes? Is Biden doing it? (laughs) Pretty funny. (laughs) And then... 67? Where was I? I can start over again. Then he says, guys, I emailed you to talk as if Trump had a chance and you did it. Then I mocked you. My fault. Loyal listener. Trump did have a chance. Ben, do yourself a favor. Never question us again. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Jeremy in beautiful St. George, Utah. Uh, it's apparent there are a couple of takeaways. Polls are now totally worthless to the true state of affairs. Uh, Nate Silver totally flopped and lost his cred. His cred. In the year 2020, in the U.S., we have states that are totally incompetent in holding an effective and expedient election. It is pathetic and unbelievably sad. Uh, I would say the floundering states really need to get their acts together. Pennsylvania, I'm looking at you. What's a keystone anyway? I don't even know. <laughs> keystone state. <laughs> we'll have the very latest on all of everything coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. 
It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In this election, we started in the red zone. I mean, we had already been to the Supreme Court. Uh, we've seen challenges in all of these swing states. Many of these cases were placeholders. Many of them were challenging practices in case this, this state turned to be one of those nail biters. Well, that's happening. Our worst case scenario is happening. We're, we're, we're looking at states that quite frankly are a mess. I mean, Pennsylvania is a mess. The worst case scenario is happening. I thought the worst case scenario was the animals banding together and attacking humans. But this is bad. Uh, Trump currently behind Biden, 227 to 213, but that's not that meaningful. I mean, there's so many states hanging out there. There's multiple ways either one of them can be president if everything breaks their way. I believe a 269 to 269 tie is still in play as well. Oh, wait a minute. That'd be pretty exciting. The same way being attacked by a bear is exciting. The Senate's still up in the air also with six states yet to be decided, or six races in five states. Um, 
And I suppose it's worth mentioning that with the multiple roads to go, Biden could lose Pennsylvania, but if he wins Arizona, Michigan, and Wisconsin, which he it looks like he might, he could still end up being president. So Pennsylvania isn't the end-all, be-all. I think Trump has to have it to win. Arizona, Michigan, and Wisconsin, you said? Yeah. Well, I'm looking at, uh, who is this, the AP? I don't know. Somebody or other. Yeah, it's the AP. The AP has called Arizona for Biden. As Fox did last right. night. Uh, Michigan and Wisconsin, uh, it's, uh, it's between three and six tenths of a percent with Biden in the lead in both of them, but, uh, quite and, a few votes to be counted. And, but the votes they're counting in theory are going to be heavily Biden votes. So it's unlikely that's not going to go by. That was one of the tricky theory. things of trying to navigate it last night was some states counted day of votes first. Yep. Some states counted mail in first and you had to right. do some homework to figure out what votes you were yeah. actually looking there at. There were red right. mirages and blue mirages, both. And there still are. Uh, but so if uh, I haven't done the math, so if if Biden wins just those three, Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, is he president? Is that that all is my needs? understanding. Think, he doesn't yeah. he does not need Pennsylvania. Um, well, Trump then, then is, it's looking rough. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I've been using the baseball analogy for a while. Um, I would say, you know, Trump is behind by a run in the bottom of the ninth, but he has the heart of his order coming up. So, you know, he's going to win Georgia and North Carolina, which yep. a lot of uh, your news organizations have not called yet. Um, Pennsylvania may well be a nightmare scenario, as Jonathan Turley was saying, because it's it has the worst, dumbest uh, vote counting laws. There are many, many lawsuits waiting in the wings, um, and it's going to be very, very close. Now, if Biden grabs everything that appears to be the ripe fruit for him, those states we mentioned, Pennsylvania might not matter. So then they can argue for, for you know, enjoy themselves until they have to finally certify their vote. But it doesn't make any difference. Biden would be president and that story would be secondary at best. Yeah, that that very well could be happen. I that- have heard that Wisconsin Ought to be have the final final uh, tally by this evening. Wow! So that could be that could be the announcement then. Yeah, the other states I don't know. If but they we, announce Arizona and and Michigan, and then Wisconsin comes in tonight, that could be the end of the deal. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Unless Trump pulls an upset in Nevada and gets Pennsylvania, but I would have to do that math. You know, he's down. He's down in the bottom of what was near a death blow or is near death blow because only Arizona and the AP have called it is uh, losing Arizona. Trump losing Arizona was a killer. It's the only state that flipped from the last election so far. Isn't that something? Wow. How did he lose Arizona? I know they're going to claim it's the old people in the covid, but I don't know stuff. Right. Has to be. Oh, the McCain family came out hard. I hadn't heard anybody say that. Everybody's talking about old people in COVID, and I thought there's old people in COVID all over the freaking country. That doesn't make any sense. No, you picked a fight with their favorite politician. The McCain thing does make sense. I could bring up the polling on old people in the COVID, but God knows if that was the least bit accurate. But I think there's a grain of truth to that. That makes perfectly sense. You, you, how many old people would you have in Arizona that voted six times for John McCain in their lives? So they had a personal investment in him. I would say a hell of a lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. And those people always vote. So you got a bunch of people that are entire voting lives had voted for John McCain, and Trump was bad-mouthing him, including when he died. There are, so that didn't help anything. Uh, 
Wow, that could be, you know, that could be the ultimate karma right there. There are aspects <laughs> of John McCain's act that I can't stand. I condemn him for some of his politics. I mean, seriously, he turned the IRS on the Tea Party organizations. John McCain did. Um, can't stand him for that reason. Are you Having glad, said that, are you glad he got captured by the Vietnamese? Ha- good Lord. <laughs> Having said that, I thought some of the stuff Trump said about him was just inexcusable. Wow, so, was... yes, I, Arizonans I could see being really pissed. Yeah, I can't believe I hadn't heard anybody bring up that angle because everybody's Positive so into Sean. The, well done. The, the mainstream media is so into the COVID thing and his mishandling of the COVID. I mean, it's just a, their favorite narrative of all time. But uh, the, the McCain thing makes more sense to eh, me. Well, early on when Ohio looked blue, I thought, well, this is probably the LeBron stuff. <laughs> I was wrong on that one, though. Oh, geez, yeah, you know, good call. I don't want to beat up on Trump because he had he had an amazing night, and I think I think he might be on track now to get the most votes any human being has ever gotten in a presidential uh, as presidential candidates in the mm-hmm. United States mm-hmm. ever, even if he loses because of the turnout. Mm-hmm. Even though Barack Obama didn't get this many votes, and he won twice, right? Um, but as listening to Trump badmouth LeBron and the and the crowd chanting LeBron sucks. Monday night, and I thought, yeah, God, how about how about you hammer on the economy? How about you hammer on the fact that Biden is going to raise your taxes, and we're headed towards socialism? And here's what I've done: yeah. instead of LeBron sucks, but you know, whatever. You've, you're a billionaire; they got elected president. I haven't done either one of those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you know? Oh man, do we have some great clips to play you from the newscasters? Uh, the the lefty uh, news people urinating in their trousers during the election coverage. Hilarious. Urinating in their trousers. Of a hilarious group of clips. Uh, very satisfying. Stay tuned, won't you? Boy, this is going to be a day of breaking news, and we have some already. Kanye West has conceded. <laughs> All right, before we get to that, a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe. If Biden gets elected president with the left ascendant, you're going to see a replication of what's happened in California, Oregon and Washington State, which is skyrocketing property crime. I'm not trying to sit and scare you. It's just true. And you're going to want a good home security system and simply safe. Home security delivers award-winning 24/7 protection without the negative stuff of the old-style systems. Yeah, simply safe with an arsenal of sensors and cameras that protect every inch of your home, but you can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. Nobody's coming to your home. It's super easy. Then the professionals take over once it's set up, monitoring your home 24-7, ready to send help the moment there's an alarm. Yep, they're winning all sorts of awards for being the best. And yes, you will save money and there's no long-term contract. So go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Uh, you get a free home security camera because you know us. How about that? Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. It's a 60-day risk-free trial. Nothing to lose. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Yes, in a day of breaking news, Yee has announced he sees no path to the White House at this point. Yeah. And uh, he's got his sights set on 2024. Kanye West threw in the towel. And um, that's a shame. He tweeted out, uh, it was a brief tweet. He tweeted out, tweeted out, Welp, W E L P, Welp, Kanye 2024. That's his. Uh, that was oh, his big enough. He's going to build on his coalition, right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But he did get almost four thousand votes in Arkansas, twenty three hundred votes in Idaho, three thousand votes in Iowa. Kanye West got three thousand votes in Iowa. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Kentucky six thousand, Louisiana five thousand, Minnesota seven thousand votes for Kanye West. Wow, these are real numbers. 
Mississippi, 3,000. 6,000 in Oklahoma. 10,000 in Tennessee. Utah, 4,000 votes for Kanye West. (laughs) God is good. Today I'm voting for the first time in my life for the president of the United States and someone I truly trust, me, he tweeted. So there you go. Jack, I'm looking at the most populous uh, state in the Union, Cali Unicornia, which really, really, really should be broken up into two states. Did it go for Biden? <laughs> if you followed me on Twitter, I called that really early Did in the you? night. Yeah, well, yeah. bold. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Biden won by, uh, let's see, is that four and a half points? Uh, I mean, 33 points, 32 and a half. Uh, but Donald Trump trounced Rocky De La Fuente Guerra of the American Independent Party. Uh, made Howie Hawkins of the Green Party look terrible. Uh, uh, R- Rocky had point three. Howie had point four. Joe Jorgensen, the Libertarians, just shy of one percent. Really? That's a little discouraging. One percent for the Libertarian candidate in California. Yeah, when I your just, vote doesn't matter, so right. it's more of an opportunity to make a gesture. Yeah, I always vote Libertarian just to give the party more influence and and the rest of it. Um, but every it, it felt so impactful the election. I don't think people were even willing to make gestures like that. Uh, finally, you want Gloria Lavriva of the uh, PNF party got a paltry 0.3%. I don't know what the P stands for, nor the F. <laughs> Sam, for <laughs> pathetic. But apparently, P for pathetic. Apparently, it doesn't have widespread appeal. Oh, uh, peace and freedom party. Pathetic and foolish. Peace and freedom. Oddly enough, I'm in favor of both of those things. Yeah, I could see Should've how. voted for old Gloria Lariva. I could see how even in a state like uh, Texans and Californians maybe uh, would have thought, you know, I'm voting Biden in Texas or Trump in California because I want the the total vote to be closer. Yes. Yeah. uh, If nothing else to perhaps take the wind out of the utterly irrelevant, he lost the popular vote thing. As has been pointed out by learned commentators, uh, including us through the years, that's like screaming... My team won the baseball game. We had more hits. That's not the way the baseball game is decided. It's just a statistic. So if you're just tuning in, whether there are six, seven, eight, nine states still hanging out there, depending on which news source you trust the most for deciding the Senate and the presidency, and um, they're going to be counting for a while. If if Biden wins without Pennsylvania, we could know today. If Pennsylvania is in play, it's going to be all week. Most people seem to think. Yeah, it's like one of those late-season uh, football uh, situations where if Tampa Bay beats uh, New England and New England then beats Philadelphia, if the Cowboys went out, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's a little complicated right now, but we'll keep you up to date. Can Trump win without Pennsylvania? I don't know that. I don't think he can. It's extremely unlikely. I would like it if Pennsylvania didn't have to be in play in this thing because it's going to be a mess and just nonstop legal challenges. Yeah, yeah. But... That's where we are. Yep. Um, live update. Live team coverage. If Kanye gets back in, for instance. You'll hear it here first. Exactly. Coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I think our founding fathers are probably rolling in their graves right now. 
you can feel um, the, the hopes and the uh, dreams of our viewers falling down and you can hear <laughs> liquor cabinets opening all across this great land. But the first thing is every Democrat just put put the razor blades and the Ambien back in the medicine cabinet. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Well, uh this is it. Democrats in Washington are waking up to an abject disaster, and there's no other way to explain this. <laughs> oh, jeez. Now, by contrast, a man who does have two brain cells to rub together, Van Jones. The political victory may yet come. Mm-hmm. But I think I have to be honest tonight that I think people who uh, there, there were people who were hoping for a big repudiation, and that has not yet come. And a lot of people are hurt and scared tonight in the Democratic Party. Mm. Mm. He, he was talking about the difference between uh, the political victory still in play, a moral victory, which is what a lot of Dems were rooting for. And I think a lot of that reaction was that feeling that loss of we didn't get the the red wave, you didn't or, get or the, to the dunk. blue wave. Right, right. You didn't get to dunk. Yeah. It was a layup, if, if, if that. I'm tempted at this moment to be uh, snide and do a touchdown dance just for that victory. But I will point out that if I were... Uh, the sort of person who lived in a, a lefty place, I was surrounded by lefties, I was not aware of how biased the news I take in is, I could understand good people being convinced that, for instance, sure. the guy in the White House is a racist and the new Hitler. I mean, and, or, and they were desperate for a repudiation of that and freaked out that it didn't happen. Or that there's no way he could possibly win because nobody I know would ever vote for him. Right, exactly. And they're, they're, they're frightened, they're befuddled, all those things Van Jones said. And, you know, you could say it's on them to be a better consumer of information. Um, but there is a massive no, no. and unprecedented conspiracy uh, an informal conspiracy among the nation's media. It's Yeah, it's on the media to have a more thorough view of the United States of America. I've said this before. I was thinking about it last night. I thought it after 2016. I guarantee you this scenario is true. You walk into the Washington Post newsroom and say, I'm sending you to Omaha. You're going to live there for the next three years. They'd quit rather than move to Omaha. Yes. I, on the other hand, and I know my wife would refuse to go if I got sent to you know New York City or Washington, D.C., She'd be willing to live in Omaha. Those are different kinds of people. You send me to Omaha, I'd be thinking, okay, fine. That's where I'll live then. I don't mind. You send me to giant metro area, I'd think, I don't want to live there. Mm. Um, So it's just a different view of the world. But if your newsroom is entirely populated by people that would rather quit their job than live in all of that part of the country, of course you're going to have a singular view of everything. Yes. Yes, there are. I guarantee you, and I know Bill Maher said this a couple of years ago. All those people in all those little uh, places in red states wish they could live here. That's just not true. Yeah. If you told the person in Omaha, oh, oh my gosh, there may be nothing less true. <laughs> and I shouldn't even use Omaha as an example because most of the people I grew up with would con- consider Omaha a big city. It is a and, pretty big city, and would hate to move there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I know that you know uh, big city people think it's a small town, but. Um, if you told people like the county I went to college in, we're sending you to your, you and your family to New York, they would quit their job. Yeah. The people in New York would quit their job. <laughs> so if, if all you have is reporters in the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, MS, all those channels only have one view of the world, of course they, they, they give you a skewed version of what's happening in this great land. It's right. just, it's not even hard to understand. You know, that's uh, one of the truest truths that's ever been truth, and I have another one for you, probably next segment, because the clock is uh, ticking. Um, 
But that's absolutely so. Uh, would you go to Washington, D.C. If, if your employer said, Jack, in, in good news, you can live in the White House? That'd be pretty cool. I, you know what I'd push for? Can you make the top of the Washington Monument into an apartment? <laughs> um, I, I live up there. So there's still enough states still hanging out there. Both people have a, a path to the White House, and uh, and both sides could win the Senate. But I thought this was really interesting. If Biden ends up winning the presidency, which is currently the most likely scenario, but barely, and Republicans gain seats in the House and retain the Senate, which is also the most likely scenario, but barely, Biden's governing mandate will be the smallest for any Democratic president since Grover Cleveland. So he'll be president, but he'll have the least power to do anything in over a century. Headline on Politico, just now clicked on. Biden looks screwed even if he wins. Right. Your subhead is, at a minimum, the lackluster performance of Democratic Senate candidates would hamstring a President Biden from day one. The Republicans are going to hold on to the Senate. Yeah, I think so, too. So so Republicans have the Senate, the House, and Biden barely won. And with a bunch of those votes, everybody knows we're just against Trump. They weren't because they love him. Right. Right. So what are you going to do with that power? To which I say, mission accomplished, sir. Now, that's what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. He just wanted to stop the role of uh, Donald Trump. But it's not going to be, you know, the remake America that a lot of people wanted, including Kamala Harris. Well, and and that frankly horrified me and a lot of people listening right now. I mean, I can take Trump losing. I'd prefer it not happen, but I can take it. But if there were some sort of real blue wave grabbing uh, both houses and the White House and enacting, uh, you know, court packing, state packing. Oh, that's all ending over. the filibuster. That's all, the that conversation's dead. Th- that would have been the sort of uh, election historians talk about in 300 years. Well, yeah, how America came apart. Right, yeah. You know, so, that, that whole conversation's over now. Yep. That'll happen in 2024 when AOC runs. Oh, Lord, now I have to fight him. All four of the squad won last night, by the way, which uh, wasn't surprised to anybody. They were expected to win. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 